You're tuning in to the Unpromised 20s. I'm Alexis. I'm Angelina. I'm Brianna. And I'm Kaya. (laughs) (laughs) Tonight we are talking all things real estate. Tonight we have the pleasure to sit down with our special guest Kaya, who will be joining our co-host Alexis to tell us everything there is to know about the real estate industry. Welcome. Hi. (laughs) I feel like we've been trying to do this episode for a while now. (laughs) Finally, all of our schedules match. Do you want to tell the audience a little bit about yourself? Yeah, um, so I grew up in Mount Laurel, um, was there for pretty much my whole life, and then moved over to Delran probably like 10 years ago, um, and then went to school for psychology, uh, obviously didn't use that degree, went <laughs> a different direction, um, was serving for a while, and then just was completely over it, so I got into the mortgage business probably a little over two years ago my best friend's dad owns a mortgage company so that was like the perfect way for me to get in um started out as a loan processor so kind of like behind the scenes of the process um just collecting documents and stuff um switch companies and now i am working as a full-time loan officer so, that's awesome yeah do you like it i do the uh, the company definitely makes all the difference. I mean, I love everybody I work with. Um, I definitely believe that working with people that you get along with makes makes the difference. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like I never even saw myself being in the mortgage industry. Like it's not the most exciting or interesting <laughs> thing for sure. But everybody that everybody that I work with is awesome. So it just makes it that much better. That's awesome. Yeah. I love, too, how, like, I didn't even know you were going for psychology, like, in college. Yeah. But, like, that's something that we try to normalize, like, on this podcast is, like, how we have a plan coming out of high school and how many ways, like, different ways it can go. Yeah. You know? And that's what I wanted to do forever. Like, I wanted to be a detective my entire life. Yeah. And then I graduated and I was like, I don't know if I want to do this anymore. (laughs) I was like, what am I going to do with my life? So it was, it was, Did you have a mini breakdown. Yeah. I was like, oh, it's not even a quarter life crisis yet. What am I doing? <laughs> I didn't even make it there yet. <laughs> Shit. Did you do any work in like in your major? Um, I did an internship at the Burlington County Prosecutor's Office. I worked in the crime scene unit and I loved it. Yeah, it was, cool. it was awesome. Um, but I only did that for a couple months and then just never really did anything with it after that. So. Yeah. Do you think it's hard to get a job in that field? In Psycho- like law, yeah, psychology. Yeah, I mean, if you, well, it it kind of depends upon what you want to do. I mean, what I wanted to do, if you're going like law enforcement mm-hmm. route, a lot of people can just go like right into the police academy and yeah, whatever, that's fine. But if you're doing something really like psychology related, a lot of people will need like a master's degree or a PhD mm-hmm. or whatever additional schooling. So I had only gotten my uh, my bachelor's degree. So okay, there's not a lot you can do with that if you're going directly into the field of psychology okay yeah and who wants to go back to school honestly no (laughs) No. especially when you take a while off like (laughs) excuse me angie was just telling us that like you guys are starting school again and i'm like i can't fathom going back to school right now absolutely not. and like sitting down at a lecture like i'd be like wait what did you say (laughs) i'm like talking about like what i have to do for the whole week and they're talking about modules and shit i'm like props to you guys dude it's hard i couldn't it's definitely hard 
And, like, you always meet those people who were, like, 30 years old and, like, regretting they never went back to school. And they're, like, don't take time off. And you're, like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> then you take a couple years off and you're, like, this actually sucks. Yeah. yeah. But then it's worth it once you're done. Like, yeah, you just have to keep telling yourself that. Exactly. It's just, it's worth it. It's yeah. Worth it. Like, don't even think about it. You're like, these cries are going to make sense in the end. It's okay. <laughs> All right, Lex, do you want to start it off? Um, yeah, so we were we basically wrote down a couple questions, I guess, you guys had, right? And I'm just going to talk about how the process of getting my license was. So basically, I went to um, the real estate school of Cherry Hill, and I applied I applied, I want to say, in July, and then I guess school started in September. It was three months. I did um, twice a week. It was four hours. It was so fucking long. Like, those, and it was, like, all online. So, like, I'm just sitting there listening to somebody. So, like, we just talked about the lecture. Like, halfway through, I was, like, in it. And I think it makes it so much better when you're actually, like, interested in the topic. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, learning about it. But, like, bro, halfway through, I was just, like, <laughs> fuck. Like, pay attention, pay attention, pay attention. If we didn't have that 15-minute break, I would have been done. <laughs> I literally just, like, decompressed. I was, like, going on my phone. I was, like, and then she's, like, and we're back. And I'm, like, fuck. <laughs> and we're back. But basically, um, you pass the New Jersey State Licensing exam, exam and then you obtain electronic fingerprints you talk to I, I didn't talk to a lot of brokerages but the one thing I would say is definitely go and interview them just because I had like an in um, my boyfriend's obviously a realtor my cousin's a realtor at Keller Williams and I love everybody in the office everybody's really nice but definitely um, make sure you go in interview with multiple people and figure out what what company is basically going to best suit you at the end of it you're interviewing them they're not interviewing you um and yeah that's how i got started this Wait, is this coming is gonna, up on like a year that's crazy this is gonna sound really stupid but a brokerage is just basically like a, a real estate company yeah okay i'm just mm-hmm. making sure i was gonna i'm really lost here if you were either yeah. i was there's about like, to ask that <laughs> yeah there's like um there's compass there's keller williams there's weikert one of the other ones you work with i'm so sure there's a ton you've worked with like countless right there, there's like off like small realtor offices like the best is like around here like i don't know if you guys pass like cherry hill like there's one um real estate brokerage that literally looks like a house and it's yeah like there's it's so tiny and i forget what the name is but like it's crazy how many there are around here oh yeah and it's like there's big companies there's smaller companies but um yeah it's crazy sorry we're all dying yeah i know (laughs) not trying to cough up lung um no yeah i mean there's so many different companies i mean like you said compass Keller williams uh pat mckenna um yeah i i don't know i can't even think of any off the top of my head (laughs) (laughs) so then once you become a realtor you're at the brokerage that you like Mm -hmm. is it kind of like you just go on your own or you have like a mentor like is someone helping you try to like find clients? Like, how do you so how do the, you know what to do? <laughs> so the best thing is that I would say with um, Keller Williams, we have a really good teaching program. So I went right into um, having a coach. So we have classes literally almost every single day that you should really attend to. And my coach basically walked me through it, talked to me all all the steps of like making my signs, um, basically telling the world that I'm a realtor, and you basically learn everything. That's why like I when Kaya told me that she's a mortgage lender, like basically a lot of realtors want to find good lenders yeah. and it was perfect that i was like i knew you i was like oh this is my girl like <laughs> i'm gonna hook her up but 
every class, like we have another lender that comes in and explains like um, the market and the process of the pre-approval and all of that. Because like we said, we don't really just don't do that part process. That's where we hand it off to you. Um, but basically, like I'm still learning like every day. That's the one thing like I have to tell myself is like at the end of the day, I'm not going to know everything. And there's realtors that I talk to and they're 20 years in and there's still questions that they have to go back and ask other people about. But it's just the process of learning and just putting yourself out there and doing open houses and showings. And you just have to put yourself out there and that's how you're going to learn, basically. At least that's what I'm learning from. And it's going great so far. I definitely can agree. I'm going to jump in. Um, Putting yourself out there is like the main thing. I definitely, I think I definitely held myself back uh, because I was nervous. Mm -hmm. I didn't want to have questions that came up that I didn't know. I didn't want to sound stupid. I didn't want to sound like I didn't know what I was talking about. I mean, granted, I've only been in the business, like I said, maybe two years, a little over two years at this point. Um, But it's nerve wracking, like going on your own, Mm -hmm. talking about people's finances like yeah you want to know what you're talking about you want to be trusted and that's the main thing like in this industry trust is everything because if you have someone i, I mean they're trusting you with your money with mm-hmm. their money sorry this is like falling off my head <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah i would say trust is one of the main things and it's it's definitely hard putting yourself out there but like you said i mean you have to do it and that's how you're going to get get experience Mm -hmm. you're gonna learn so much more I mean I kind of got thrown into a situation where someone had left my company and I kind of picked up the work for them so I jumped in like head first and I was like all right this is gonna be the best thing for me I was scared but I learned so much quicker and then just getting on your own just doing things yourself it it definitely helps so much Mm -hmm. so and it's so intimidating because like I feel like we are young and it's like so many like talking to people who've been in the industry for like 40 years and they're like, oh, like, especially like anybody else is like, who wants to fucking use a 23 year old, you know, exactly. like, mm-hmm. and there's so many like questions that can come up. And I'm like, yeah, like, I'll find that out yeah. for you. <laughs> but I think the best is like making that relationship with people and them obviously becoming comfortable with you is going to pull you such a long way. Yeah. And it's just a matter of putting yourself out there at the end of the day. That's the one advice I'd give to you. It's like fucking go door knock at the end of the day they can slam the door in your face and at least you walked away (laughs) saying i tried you know what i'm saying rather than you just telling yourself because like it's i doubt myself so much and i'm still working on that but at the end of the day it's a business that i'm starting and i'm the only one that's going to push myself like if i want to make money i need to fucking get out there and do something about it like it's not just going to land on my fucking lap so it's just a matter of taking the time and doing it yeah it's definitely hard but Going out there, grinding. got this. Yeah, I mean, and like us being young, mm-hmm. people can tell on the phone when I'm talking. They're like, "How old are you?" Like, why are you asking me that question? Don't worry about yeah. it. It doesn't matter. How old are you? Like, shit. I know. But yeah, I mean, it's it's rough. I mean, it definitely helps because, well, I don't know if I, I would say it helps. Sometimes it does, and sometimes it doesn't. So, like, where I'm working we don't typically see people in person. So it's usually we're just making outbound calls to people, Mm -hmm. kind of cold calling and just getting business that way. Um, So we don't typically meet with people in person, which, like I said, kind of can be good, kind of can be bad. In this particular market with people just being more hesitant, I feel like it's kind of hurting. Um, I feel like when you have that initial contact with someone in person, they'll trust you a lot more. So I do want to start to try to do Zoom calls with people. Mm-hmm. 
and see if that makes a difference. But um, it's it's been a little difficult, but we're we're trying to make do with what we have. Do you hate cold calling? I'm not a huge fan of it. <laughs> I'm not a huge fan of it. <laughs> I'm not either. I mean, we like luckily our company gets leads provide we have leads provided That's to us. Good. So um it's not like I have to just generate leads on my own. Mm-hmm. It's it's given to us, which I'm very, very thankful for. But sometimes it's like, all right, calling the next person, the next person, the next person, making forty, fifty dials mm-hmm. a day and you get one person that answers the phone and they're like, I'm not interested. Mm-hmm. Bye. And I'm like, oh, well, why? And then they're like, nope, click. I'm like, oh, okay. It's literally well. the worst. And they're like, how did you get my number? I'm like, yeah. fuck off. How do well, I put this off? I submitted it online, so. But, yeah, it's just, it can be rough sometimes. But, like I said, we're making do with what we have. So I feel like a lot of people our age are starting to, like, think about going off on their own. Do you want to let everyone know, like, the do's and don'ts of renting and buying? Um, I guess it just depends on, like, everybody's situation at the end of the day. Like, if you are stable and have a stable income and can see yourself being somebody, being somewhere for a while, I would recommend buying. And this is something you touch base about. Um, I don't know if your office does the first-time home buyers. Um, so we don't have the full grant. I know some offices do like ten thousand, yeah, thousand dollar grants. We have um, income based plans where if your income is under a certain limit, it's based on what county you're in. Um, we will have up to like a twenty five hundred dollar credit, which you don't have to pay back. I mean, sometimes they are grants where you do have to pay them back, but. This one's up to $2,500. You don't have to pay it back as long as you're under a certain income and in a specific area. Um, and then we have first-time homebuyer pricing, which is always better than regular typical mm-hmm. pricing. So that's kind of what we offer, but in terms of the grant. Um, not full grant, but the smaller one. So. Yeah. Like at the end of the day, I feel like buying has gives you a sense of stability and security rather than renting. Mm-hmm. And... I think it just depends, like, what you're looking for at the end of the day. Like, me personally, I want to buy just because the thought of, like, having somebody above me, having someone below me, or, like, that crazy-ass fucking neighbor. <laughs> like, I just don't want that at right. all. But, I mean, it depends. Like, when I'm ready, I can't even speak on that now because I'm not even ready to yeah. buy. So, it just depends on where you are in your life and if you can afford it or not. Exactly. It's The main thing is if you can afford it because... The other thing that you're looking into is it's not just down payment. It's all the closing costs. So your down payment's part of your closing costs. Your title work is part of your closing That all costs. adds up. Appraisal, escrow. Like, it's just so many things that add up, and people don't even think – people don't know about mm-hmm. it, especially first-time home buyers. They're like, oh, I have money for – I have $5,000, $10,000, $15,000 for a down payment. I'm like, okay, well, do you know about this, mm-hmm. this? And they're, they're like, What? Like, you might need double the amount of what your down payment is for closing costs, and people have no idea. Mm-hmm. I never so. knew that. Yeah. yeah, I had no idea. I mean, I knew there were closing costs, but I didn't know, like... So there's a down much. payment and then a closing cost as well? So down payment is a part of your closing costs. So okay. that's con- that's involved in it. So you have your down payment. Let's say you're putting $10,000 down for your down payment. Then you have title work, which is for any purchase or refinance transaction. So that is going to be, I mean, it depends on your state and the size of your loan amount. Um, it can be thousands of dollars. It can be anywhere from like 
fifteen hundred to like five or six thousand dollars oh my god (laughs) i know it's crazy like people that are getting like five hundred six hundred seven hundred thousand dollar houses their title work can be up to like four five six grand so that plays a factor into it then typically you'll have to get an appraisal which is anywhere from i would say i mean depending if you're looking at a single family home primary residence you're looking anywhere from five hundred to six hundred dollars um something called escrow where it's for your taxes and insurance. So you can either pay your taxes and insurance on your own or you can create an escrow account, which is basically housing additional money for those payments to be made on your behalf. So if you're not good with like making certain payments on your own or you don't want to have to worry about it, Mm -hmm. you basically have to put money into an account so it's there for when the taxes need to be paid and when the homeowner's insurance needs to be paid. So it's just there in the account can be made on your behalf. You don't have to worry about it. Okay. That can be another few thousand dollars. It's it's crazy. So, yeah, people have no idea. And it's <laughs> yeah, like, no. oh, I have $10,000 for my down payment. Okay, well, you need 10000 more for everything else. <laughs> like, oh, my God. So it can it's definitely can be an overwhelming process. And mm-hmm. especially for first time homebuyers, it's just like they just don't know. So and this yeah. is why it's so important to like find a lender that's going to tell you all this stuff, because exactly. I've heard so many scenarios of like people not knowing and the entire deal is falling through because they didn't have the money for right. it. And or like something comes up and they're like, well, I didn't know that. And I'm like. Who are you using? Like, who are you using? (laughs) Exactly. And some lenders just give out something called, okay, so there's two different things you can get. Basically, a pre-qualification and a pre-approval. Pre-qual is basically like, you can call into a lender and be like, hey, I want to get a pre-qual. I make this much money and I have this much money in my bank account. And they're like, okay, you're approved for this amount. Like, they don't look at anything. They don't look at your documents. They just take your word for it versus a pre-approval you're going through an application, you're submitting all of your information, like what you do for a living, where you currently live, basic information, and then you submit your actual financial documents. So if you're a W-2 worker, you submit your pay stubs, you submit a bank statement that'll show that you have assets for down payment and closing costs. And then we review everything and approve you from there. Not just taking your word for it, saying like, okay. You got it. (laughs) Sure, you have $100,000 in your bank account. Awesome, you're good to go. Like... And people don't know that. So, I mean, people will go get a pre-qual letter and then come back to me when they're under contract and they're like, oh, yeah, I was pre-qualified for this, under contract, good to go. And I'm like, okay, you got to send me your documents. They send me their documents and they have $500 in their bank account. Mm -hmm. I'm like, where's the money for for the house? How are you going to buy this house? And it's no. funny, it's like seeing how, like, some people, when they get um, pre-approved, it's like, damn, I only got pre-approved for that. Like, it's like a, such a fucking, like, I know. shit. It like, is scary. I had somebody looking for, like, 250 and I'm like, bro, you just got approved for, like, 100000 like, I know. Sorry, and babe, there's like, nothing. I can't show you that house. Like, yeah. it's not, like, it's just a waste of both of our time at that point. Right. And it's just, it's fucking, it sucks. Like, it really does suck. It does. Especially, like, when people find, like, a house they want and they love. Especially the way the market is. You're getting bid out and you can't afford it. And it it fucking sucks. I'm just, like, I'm so sorry. I know. I feel so bad for people sometimes. Especially when their their hopes are so high. And they're mm-hmm. like, I'll give you whatever you want. Like, I'll give you any documents you need. And I'm like, it's just not enough. <laughs> I'm sorry. I hate crushing people's dreams. But it's like 
they just don't know up front. So when they come and they feel like they have enough and they don't, it's, it really does suck. And mm-hmm. you just have to tell them straight up, listen, this is what you have to do. You have to save up this amount of money or do this and that and, and come back and see me in a couple months mm-hmm. and, and hopefully we can work something out. So. And it changes too, right? Like, let's say if I got pre-approved in August, mm-hmm. it still can change now. Correct. That's also a lot of people don't. They're like, well, I got pre-approved for this. And I'm like, how long ago was that? They're like, oh, four months ago. I was like, well, let's give a call again because that definitely changed. Like, Because the interest rates and everything, mm-hmm. I mean, they've gone up so much over the last, I mean, year or so, I would say. And, yeah, I mean, if people were pre-approved last year, they likely, if they're on the verge of not being able to afford what they got approved for they're not going to qualify now yeah they definitely need to get updated they typically last 90 days so i mean even then i would say check in every 30 days or less because Mm -hmm. it things have been changing so frequently it's it's insane so well that goes into our next part like perfectly (laughs) we're talking about interest rates i feel like all you hear people talking about now is like how crazy the market is and I don't know if you guys should just talk talk about that. What the heck does that mean? <laughs> interest. What is interest? Um, I don't know if you – that's kind of more my specialty, I guess. Um, I can't really talk about specific interest rates necessarily, but, I mean, the, year, the, the market has been insane over the last year. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've seen things go up from – I mean, when I started at my most recent company, we were selling – like 1.99%. And now we're up to like 6.5%. So it has gone up. So interest is like extra money you're paying towards... Towards your loan. So when you borrow money, you're not getting it for free. Yeah. So basically they... Darn it. I know. (laughs) I know. Unfortunately, not really anything in life is free. And that's what we tell everybody. Mm -hmm. But it sucks. But yeah. So when you're borrowing money, I mean, there's interest being charged for it. So let's say you borrow $200,000. I mean, the interest over the typical term is like 30 years for a mortgage. I mean, it could add... I don't fifty thousand extra, a hundred thousand dollars. Like it can add so depending upon what your interest rate is, Mm -hmm. and depending Um, how much you're paying towards. Like that's why. Would you recommend people paying higher? Obviously, if they have it. You mean bidding over like the asking price, or no? What do you mean paying? Like monthly. Yeah. Like Uh, monthly uh, monthly payment being higher. Yeah, I mean, so you can either pay additional money up front to lower your interest rate. Or you can put more money towards your principal. I mean, certain companies do have prepayment penalties. So, like, if your mortgage payment is $2,000 a month, you can't pay anything additional to your mortgage payment. So, if you pay $2,500 rather than the $2,000, there's a penalty for paying extra. That's some companies. The company that I work for does not have that. So, um so yeah, if you have if your mortgage payment's two thousand dollars and you want to throw an extra two thousand dollars on top of that one month, you absolutely can, and it goes directly towards the principal. So the loan amount that you took out, it's going towards that. It's not going towards the interest. interest. Yeah. Okay. So it's definitely beneficial to do that if you have the extra money, put it towards your principal, pay it down extra every month. Um, Guys, if you're getting that bonus at work, yeah. do not spend it. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so. 
I mean, yeah, I mean, people spend their shit on. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I got a bonus. I'm going to go buy myself some new shoes. Yeah, right. <laughs> but Is that no. us maturing, though? Like, when we were talking about, like, putting money aside for a house? I, like That's what I'm doing right now. Like, I am. It's been rough. Yeah. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> I'm taking, like, my whole entire check and putting it away. I'm yeah. like, oh, this and you travel too like she she loves to travel it's my favorite thing to do and now i'm like in a position where i can't really travel that much with my job because Mm -hmm. you have to always be available yeah it's like can you work from out your office um and we have like work from home days but typically like he wants every we want to be in the office yeah yeah which honestly is a good thing. I definitely get a lot more done. Mm-hmm. When I'm in the office, I'm so much more productive. I have like my three screens set up versus like if I'm at home, I have my little laptop. and I'm Netflix like, in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm like, all right, nobody's nobody's calling me right now. Like what's on TV? Yeah. <laughs> but no, it's, it's definitely good to be in the office. And if I have any questions which come up a lot, I mean, I have everybody there with me. So it's like it helps to be in the office for sure. Um, yeah. But yeah. That kind of got, like, all over the place, what the question was. (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, so interest, it's, it can be a lot. But, yeah, putting extra money towards your principal definitely will help, so. Do you guys want to, I think we've touched base. Do you want to stay in Jersey? No. No? No. (laughs) Where do you want to go? If I could go anywhere, I'd be in San Diego. Ooh. Or Florida, but realistically, I'm probably going to stay in Jersey for life. Because <laughs> <laughs> my whole family and everybody I know mm-hmm. is here, so it's... Yeah. But we'll see. Maybe I'll get an investment property in one of those places and just escape. Yes, that's literally... I feel like we can both agree to that. Like, any advice we have to anybody that's young is save your money and invest your money. Yeah. Definitely invest. Like, you want to put... it, Especially, like, I've been looking at... um. I'm not even going to touch base on what I've been doing. But that's my one advice I'm going to tell you is invest your money. If you have the money, invest. Because you're going to see it in the future. You're not going to see it now, but you're going to see it in the future and you're going to think yourself. Anybody I talk to that's older is like, get that. Don't buy like a first house. Like invest that, buy a rental property and rent that shit out. Like Mm -hmm. if you are able to stay home for a while, do that. Yeah. Figure it out, you know. And that's what I'm trying to do right now. So I'm still at home trying to save up as much money as I can. And at this point, the smartest thing to do, I know a lot of people don't want to do it. I even personally don't really want to, but I think it's going to be the smartest decision in the end. Um, Buying a multi-unit property. You live in it as your primary residence, whether it's a two-unit, three-unit, four-unit, whatever. You live in one of the units. You buy it as a primary, and you rent out the other units. So you're receiving income typically more than like what the mortgage payment is for that one unit and you're paying you're getting paid to live there basically like you're paying for your mortgage by the other people running out the other units so like i'm living there i mean it definitely depends on how much you charge for the other units to be rented out but if you're smart about it and it can be rented out for more then you're receiving income for basically living for free So, and then once you live there for a year, that's when you can kind of turn it around. You can move out, buy a new primary, and then move on from there. Rent both sides out. Yeah, exactly. So, I think that's the smartest decision at the end of the day, and hopefully I'll be able to look into that soon. Mm -hmm. But, we'll see. 
It's just right now, I feel like in this area, because I've been looking, like, finding, like, a duplex that's, like, at a price that you're, like... Like, can afford, exactly. but not, like, a And you're not over... Shit. Exactly. You're not overpaying for this shit. It's insane. <laughs> I know. It's it's rough. I mean, especially do anything over a single unit, I mean, at this point, is, like, going to be so expensive. Mm-hmm. So I'm just waiting for the market to come down, hopefully, sooner rather than later. <laughs> right. It's, it's rough. Um, do you guys watch any of, like, the Netflix, um, real estate shows? Selling Sunset. I was just yes. saying Selling Sunset. Have you watched the Miami one? My favorite. No, I haven't watched that one. I watched one episode, but I love Selling Sunset. Oh, my God. It's my favorite show. It's one of my favorite shows. And then I watched, um, like, Million Dollar Listing, I think, a couple mm-hmm. times. Oh, yeah, but. with the lady from The Real Housewives, her yeah. husband. Yeah. <laughs> But Selling Sunset, OG, love that show. It's my favorite. I want them. I think they're coming out with a new season. I think so. And they're doing what? Like Orange County, too? Like they open up a new office? I'm so excited. It's insane. It's like everyone's always like, oh, is that what it's like? Like, no, it's not. (laughs) Like, it's fucking not. Maybe in California, but Jersey? Not dirty Jersey. Sorry. (laughs) Especially like joining a brokerage that high end. It's like, if you look at like their lives, all of them are married to fucking billionaires. Like the big, what's her name? The blonde one? Oh my gosh, why am I forgetting? Christine? Christine, Christine yeah. Christine, like, yeah. she literally is married to a fucking multi million dollar fucking tech guy. Yeah. Like, all of them, like, and then even to be like, go into the brokerage, like, um, the other one, she was married to an actor. Like, you need mm-hmm. to have connections. If you're selling fucking million dollar properties, you're either married to somebody rich, mm-hmm. you're already like wealthy. Like, it's not like I just go there and I'm like, um, can I work here? Like, they'd be like, what? Do you want to clean the fucking toilets? Like, what do you mean? Like, you need to go and have people like you're you need to provide your own listings like it's crazy it's just insane i love watching those houses I i'm know. like damn I know. damn and i'm like if i moved out there like what would i be able to do i don't know yeah like, i'm just thinking start dating the athletes. i know <laughs> for real where are they at <laughs> jalen hurts yo <laughs> on the parade he's on the bus he's like pick me <laughs> Connections, connections. How about moving in with your significant other? What's our take on it? Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> um, I definitely would say, which I would say rent. <laughs> definitely rent. I think. Oh, 100%. Like coming at, like if you go in buying a property and you're not married or anything, getting out Scary. of that is, yeah, like you don't want to deal with that. No absolutely not what's the process to like get out of that is it because you guys have like different last names like how does that work it's not that it's that you're putting money you're you're each putting money into a property and having yeah yeah like it's just it's gonna don't do it (laughs) i did go ahead no no go ahead (laughs) i did an open house for a married couple and it's just a shit show like them trying to seeing them in a room together was just oh my god i was just like i feel so bad for this lady like it was they argue about everything they were arguing about what who takes what what furniture wanted to be in and it's just like it's a shit show like Mm -hmm. so definitely rent and everybody says too like you don't know who you like you don't know a person until you live with them you know Mm -hmm. like yeah like seeing somebody i see my significant other every single day yeah you are Mm -hmm. yeah we'll touch base in three months (laughs) see how it's going (laughs) Like guys, don't do it. <laughs> yeah, it it's rough, and then you have to go. I mean, when you buy a house with someone, you're typically going to be on the deed and title together. 
So if you go through like a divorce, mm-hmm. um, and obviously one person's taking the house, you have to go through a refinance, go through the whole process, pay money. Like it's it's just a whole long thing that you don't want to have to deal with. Um, so buying a house together, I definitely agree. Like rent first, live with that person first. Mm-hmm. Like see if you can actually live with them before investing thousands of dollars into mm-hmm. buying a house together. It's and like a thirty year mortgage. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. then you're really locked yeah. in because yeah. someone's getting stuck with that. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's crazy. Ugh. Yeah. What do you guys think? You guys ready to move in? Well, I live with my boyfriend, so <laughs> <laughs> my baby daddy. <laughs> I mean, how is it? <laughs> I mean, it's been a couple weeks. We're we're good. It's just different. I'm. I love my own personal space. Mm-hmm. They can back me up on that. Like He's I against the door, listening. Uh, yeah, I know. Like, what's this bitch saying? <laughs> yeah. Um. So it's definitely different. Like not having my own schedule. Like, all right, he wakes up. I mean, I guess we had sleepovers a lot before, but it's completely different. It's like, mm-hmm. all right, what's his schedule? What's mine? You know, like I don't know. Laundry days are just more. <laughs> I had to cut back my closet. Um. <laughs> That's the worst. <laughs> I don't know. It's it's definitely a lot of change, but I like it so far. I feel like it definitely made us a lot closer than we were, which is weird because we were already so comfortable with each other. But at the same time, I think it made us like more lovey towards each other. Yeah. Like we were so comfortable and then he moved in and we're like kind of like a honeymoon phase again. I feel like like we're very lovey. Yeah. And we weren't like that for the longest time. I you think know? that'll happen to us. <laughs> As she, like, I'm already ready to go. I'm about to move in with my boyfriend <laughs> in like a few weeks. Okay. No, I'm excited, but yeah. I'm like a little nervous. <laughs> yeah, I was definitely nervous. I mean, don't get me wrong, I'm going to kill him. But like, we are definitely more like lovey towards each other. It's weird. Yeah. We're just like, we have, like, I think we, like, we do see each other every single day. Mm-hmm. But to actually like, we have to share the same bathroom mm-hmm. and like mm-hmm. pick up your clothes off the floor. Like I never really cared, and now that I'm like watching him in his house, just like eat off a plate and then put it just back on the table, like not in the in, in yeah, the no. same. It, I never would have cared, and now I'm like, oh my god, oh my god, what's he doing? Like, so it'll definitely be an adjustment. But I agree that renting is probably like your yeah. best bet. Yeah, I definitely think it can make or break a relationship. Yeah. For mm-hmm. sure. Like, and I got, and you gotta also think, like, I got lucky. Like, my boyfriend is like a neat freak as well, and I feel like a lot of boys aren't like that. Mm-hmm. So, boys' no. bathrooms, dirty, so gross, <laughs> so gross, so gross, <laughs> <laughs> scary. Especially like when they grow up with their moms, like cleaning up after them. Yeah, me and you are thinking about the exact same person. <laughs> We're not going to name your name, but shit. He was like, yeah, I'm never moving out. And then I was, he, we were actually looking at um, properties because he wants to buy. And he was like, this room would be for my mom. And I'm like, no, you need to no. grow up. You need to grow up. Like, literally, his mom makes his bed, cleans his room. I'm not going to name names, but. <laughs> Wait, did he really say a room for his mom? Yeah. he His mom cleans his fucking room. I was like, I told him, I was like, you need to find a girlfriend who wants to be a mom. Yeah, literally. Because some girls are like that. Like, some girls want to fucking feed you and do all that shit. Oh, my God, it gets me so mad. And he's like, mom, did you clean? I'm like, shut the fuck up. (laughs) I'm like, you clean it. Let me show you how to fold a blanket. Come here. (laughs) It's crazy. 
I definitely know some guys that still like get their laundry folded for them at twenty four. My boyfriend. My boyfriend. Are you gonna be you like guys that? Have no idea. No. Braving like that? No. See, does he cook? The issue is that I'm as big of a slob as most guys so like for me to actually fold my own laundry that's like an accomplishment there's no way in hell that i'm also folding yours no <laughs> no it's just not happening no. i also feel that like when you're in your own space like living like you're not depending on anybody else like you're not gonna be like oh my mom's gonna get yeah, it so true. it's gonna force yeah. you to like want everything to be spotless especially like yeah but john might be like all right do mine now yeah we'll definitely revisit this conversation <laughs> in a few weeks and i'll let you guys know how it is We'll see. I actually want to interview people and get their take. It's either going to end like some people move in and then they break up. They're like, <laughs> yeah. I, because you find out like how they are and you're just like, ah, it's not for me. Yeah. It's not for me. Yeah. I like jokingly made the comment and I kind of forgot about it. Like, it's good that we're renting because if we hate each other, like it'll be like, that's how I am though. Like, I probably shouldn't have said stuff like that, but I did. And I guess I didn't think anything of it. And like, it actually stuck with him. And then a few days ago, he was like, yeah, so, like, we're just going to see. Oh, you're talking about how long, like, we want to rent for. And I was like, yeah, we'll see. And he's like, yeah, like, if we, like, still like each other, right? Like, at the end of it. And I was like, what? And he was like, like, you, like, you have to see if you, like, like living with me. And I was like, oh, my <laughs> oh God. You broke his poor heart. I was like, I'm so sorry. Like, I forget saying that, but that's so messed up. <laughs> he's like, I need to be on my best behavior but, now. No, he was. He was like, you have to see, like, if you like living with me. I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> Why did I say that? He's a good cook, though, so I feel like you guys are going to yeah. find balance with that mm-hmm. stuff. Like, if they're cooking, you're cleaning, vice versa, I feel like. But also, like, that does not mean you're leaving your fucking clothes on the floor. Yeah, like, no. It does Pick not belong shit. there. Hell so, no. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. Well, thank you so much for taking time and, like, coming out tonight. I hope everybody learned a lot from this episode. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. I definitely learned some stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I hope I didn't, like, talk about a bunch of different things where I was, like, no, you, were really you guys good. didn't know. I hope I explained everything okay. No, you no. explained it very well. When you were talking, I was, like. <laughs> yeah, I was very intrigued. Like, Let me get my notepad out real quick. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely a lot when you're not familiar with it. I mean. Typically, no. If you haven't bought a house, you're not gonna know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're, you're just not gonna know unless you know someone in the industry that basically tells you what's going on behind the scenes and how it works. Because if you don't go through the process, why? Like, why would you want to know? Why do you care anyway? Yeah. You yeah. know, like, oh, I'm 20 years old or however old. Like, you you don't need to know about buying a house. I mean, unless you're like a hustler and I don't, mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. But like, typically, 20 year olds aren't buying houses. So, yeah. Like, once you start getting to like 25, 30, like. And that's what's crazy. People are like shocked with, like, it's okay that you're 25 to 27 and you don't own a house. Like, right. it's between 30 and like 35 exactly. is like the first time home buyers. Yes. Like, those are the people you're dealing with. Yeah. If I get a 22 year old walking, like, yo, I'm trying to buy, I'm like, what the I'm fuck shocked. do you do for a living? I'm, I wanna know. Exactly. Like, I've had a couple people, I've never had, I don't think I've dealt with anyone under like 22. Mm-hmm. But like, someone came to me that was 23. I was like, damn you're younger than me and you're buying right i'm like am i behind no i know you do start to feel like that though i know but it's not like it's not the right way to look at things because everyone's on their own timeline you do not have to compare yourself to other people like it's not everyone is on their own timeline and 
like I said, I mean, when you're ready, you're ready. You don't have to look at anybody else and be like, damn, like, should I be buying a house mm-hmm. now? Like, no. Everybody has their own financial situation. Everybody has their own life situation. When you're ready, you're ready. I mean, some people never need to buy a house. Like, renting might be better for certain people, but buying might be better for others. I mean, it's really just how your life is going, where you're at, and, like, you'll figure it out. Yeah. Because I've been through it. I've been like, damn, I'm going to turn 26 this year. Like, I don't have a house yet. I want a house. But Mm -hmm. then I'm also like, you know what? I'm playing it smart. I'm still at home. I'm saving up money. Like, I'm doing everything that I can Mm -hmm. that's in my power. And at the end of the day, it'll work out when it's supposed to. So, I think this is going to be a great episode for people who are, if they're not at that stage yet, at least they can start, like, learning about it. Yeah, Mm -hmm. absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Because it's not something that's taught in school. No. math history english like buying a house nope yeah People for some know. weird doing reason. your fucking taxes yes, like exactly. don't do that <laughs> i get Even in college like they don't have like basic classes or i don't know maybe they do and i just don't know but like mm-hmm. that should be something especially that's offered in co- maybe not high school but college like mm-hmm. they should offer like a basic class it should be required yeah it yeah. should it like should, that like instead be, of taking an art if you're be, not into that yes. it should like it you should, should be, be a able fundamental to take class like, yeah that you sh- that anybody should have to take like it would help so many people out because there are so many people that are so much older in life and they still don't know mm-hmm. yeah like because they never learn no one was there to teach them so yeah. it's like it should be required i think but yeah That's hopefully facts. one day <laughs> i know yeah hopefully this podcast like gets out there <laughs> <laughs> it's like, all right, come on now guys the new jersey board of education <laughs> dude these girls are actually right <laughs> oh, yeah. they're on. spitting facts over here <laughs> Could you fucking imagine? And then give us some credit and right. give us a nice paycheck. <laughs> a big fat paycheck. Yeah. So I With how out. expensive uh, schools are in New Jersey. Exactly. Well, seriously, thank you again for yeah, coming on. Yes, thank, thank you guys so much. I really had a great time. It was awesome. I also want to just add in, um, if you wanted to throw your Instagram out there for anybody that needs to contact yeah. you. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Um, my Instagram is home loans with underscore Kai, K-Y. Um, and then I work at Garden State Home Loans in Cherry Hill, New Jersey. So, yeah, reach out to me. Look me up on my website. Look me up on Instagram. Perfect. I'm here to help out with all your financial needs. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's your friendly reminder to tune in every Monday for a brand new episode on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram and TikTok. We love you guys. Don't forget to do what makes you happy since tomorrow isn't always promised.